2: One, two, He's, he hits it. He yes. He's got the, goal. He's got the goal. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend. And probably Rugby League Immortality. That's not a trial, that's a
3: miracle. Now on to I mean, you would say a huge upset, because obviously they were the betting favourites, but I think it's the way that the Titans defeated the Storm that was shocking. You know, the score, 38 points against a Melbourne Storm side who, going into this clash, you know, had such a disappointing loss at home against the Dogs. Like, we have been so conditioned to – I mean, what's the the cliché? Anytime the Storm loses, you're like, oh, wouldn't want to be the team they play next week, wouldn't want to be the team they play next week which is a credit to the organisation you know everything we're about to say in a roundabout way is a credit to the organisation because of how incredibly high the standards have been set for so long but I've got to say this is extremely disappointing for the Storm their completion rate like you know it, it seems to be like a common um, I guess a, a common occurrence in, in some of the teams that are struggling it's like Okay, maybe you might have some players out. You might have some players out, and that's totally understandable. You know, you got Cam Munster out and NASA's is out. They don't complete sets for you, though. That's mm. all attitude. That's all it is. Really disappointing loss for the Storm. Look, great win for the Titans, but it's one of, it's a Titans win. It's a 38-34 win. You're not going to build a season on that. Uh, so... Great win for sure, no denying. But 38-34, what do you reckon, Guru?
1: They just play tennis, don't they, the Titans? They just happen to go try for try. Fuck. That's bizarre because, you know, we were talking about the other day, like their attack has never been the problem. They've had X amount of years to solve their <coughs> defence and nothing changes.
3: Look, there's, like, what we're speaking about on the weekend. With this, this Titans. They are probably the only club in the competition that you go, you can specifically look at the game that they play and go, that's what needs to be fixed, and you'll be in the finals footy. It's their defense, and they're just like, never. It's bizarre.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, Jim Dimick at the left in the end of last year, and all Titans fans. Oh, Jim dimmick has gone. He was the problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's been the problem for the vast majority of your existence in mm. defense, and continues to be to this
2: day.
3: Bizarre. Please. Yeah, it is bizarre. Um, which feels harsh. They got the win, which is great. But yeah, 38-34. 30 what do you reckon, Timmy?
2: Yeah, I mean, firstly, you'd almost prefer, this sounds ridiculous, but them to have lost 10-8, <coughs> yeah. but showing defensive resilience. Can be like, like long-term, this bodes well better for us than conceding 34 <laughs> points. I think the moment that summed, summed it up for me with the storm was, it was 20 to go, they were down by six, Tanner Boyd put a kick in from his own 40 downfield, and Trent Laiero just pushed him while it was in the air and gave away one of the dumbest penalties I've ever seen, like just avoidable, I should say. They mm. went upfield and got a penalty where the ball landed, took the two and went up by eight. And I was like, well, that essentially was the difference in the game. That in a Melbourne Storm team, it's just so uncharacteristic.
3: Oh, yeah, you're right. It's so like a unnecessary penalty, lack of discipline. Yeah. You just don't see it in Storm signs. Like... So the possession was 50-50, but Storm completed at 63%. They only completed 24 sets. This is the Melbourne Storm we're talking about here. Again, it's not about personnel. Like, you would rather, from the Storm's perspective, go up there, complete at 90%, and get beaten, you know, 16 to 10. Mm. Because, like, then you can go, well, at least the stuff that we can control, we're controlling. Whereas right now, at 63%, you're not beating many sides. You know, especially, you know, you're not the storm of yesteryear currently. Now, they may come back and become the team that we know they are. But right now, they're not clicking the way they were in, in yesteryear. Now, apparently Munster's back. But the problem is, is Hughes is out this week now due to suspension. Where, what are you, what, what's your thoughts on the storm?
1: Nass is such a hard one to replace too, I think. And mm. as you said, it doesn't, you know, change your completion rate and all that. And I agree with, but even when they are completing and everything, like it's always Nass or it was Brandon Smith last year that could break games <laughs> open for them. I just kind of feel like they're lacking that guy as well. I know you said before, oh, and I said the same thing last week. Jews wouldn't want to play the Storm next week. Yeah, I said it. I'll say it again this week. Tigers going to Melbourne. I wouldn't want to play the Storm this week. But based on their form, I, I don't know. You know
3: what's crazy? is like, so what's funny? So we have a, my show with Smithy. There's this sponsor, um, it's like sure. the name of the company is Sure, and so it's a Sure thing that we talk about. I've gone to Storm twice <laughs> as a Sure victory, twice, whereas this week, I'm not so sure they beat the Tigers. I'm really not, which is insane to think.
1: Does he ever go Storm for a Shaw thing? Um do you steer clear of them?
3: No, he tries to stick clear because they're his team. Yeah. And everyone's going, well, you're biased kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Insane. Like the Tigers going down there, there's no one – I wonder what the odds are going to be because it'll be interesting to see if money gets pulled on the Tigers after what the Bulldogs did to the Storm down there. Um, we'll stick to the Storm first and then we'll get to the Titans. The, I, it's hard because there's only been three games and they obviously won the first game, but I personally can't remember a time where I've seen the Storm like this. I just haven't. Like It's not the fact that you know they've missed truths before, they have games where they haven't completed, but... They just don't look like anywhere near the storm that we know And
1: even missing troops I mean we've seen for the last 15 years That during the Origin period They're missing more troops than anyone And they still compete mm. still win games of football They still hang in the grind For them to To score 34 points and lose
3: <coughs> Very un And also they've gone lost to Doggies Titans back to back that just unheard of with the Storm. Just
4: so you know, I was gonna leave it to the end, but we might as well bring it up. The Storm are $1. thirty-five, and the Tigers are three twenty-five, and the Lions nine and a half. I like mean, when's the last time Tigers were less than four bucks down in Melbourne?
3: Oh, ages ago, especially like the Tigers, they have been poor as well. They're favorites for the spoon. It's, it's not yeah, like the Tigers last. coming
1: in with form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they come with anything
3: but that. Literally it's favored for the spoon. Um, Put it this, let's say this continues for the for the year for the storm. I can't see Bellamy retiring on a year like this. Surely not. Uh, yeah,
2: he, he'd sorry. want it he'd want to dig them out of it and, and be going out with not even him on top, but just the club being on top or you know, top four, like yeah. in a strong position.
3: In a strong position. There's yeah. no way if, if they struggle. Now the question has to be asked and it's it's a scary question because we're talking about the Melbourne storm. Year after year after year <laughs> they prove us wrong. Do they make the eight this year?
2: I think
1: they will.
2: Yeah, I think they've still got too much star power and experience to miss out, but like, I think they can grit their way to eighth.
3: Maddie.
4: Yeah, I'm not prepared to say no at this point, but I can, I can see why the question's been asked, but this early I'm not going to
3: say yes. They're still in my eighth. Yeah, because of their history as a club, I say they make the eight.
2: And and still, I'm really intrigued to see how Pappenhausen comes back, but they can get Pappy there, Munster, Hughes, Harry Grant, and then Nass back. It's still a bloody elite side. So, yeah. you know, there's question marks around all of them fitness-wise, so mm-hmm. maybe they don't. But if they can get them on deck, yeah, you've got to back me. in, I think.
3: if Well, if I had no prior history of the club and I just was watching purely 2023 form, I would say they're a real chance of missing, but because I know the club and the history of the club, Bellamy, Bellamy will find a way. He'll grit his way to a, he'll grit his way to an eight. He'll bloody put on some boots and play to make that eight if he has to. <laughs> uh, it'll be funny if they
4: come eight, Besides the twenty ten year, if they come eighth, it'll be their worst season in twenty years. The, the lowest they've gone on the just on the table besides two thousand ten salary cap year is sixth.
2: Imagine that. Since two thousand two, they get to around ten and. They've only won a couple of games, and team this Tuesday four o'clock comes out, and Bellax just dropped Munster, and he's run himself out of five eight. Got an exemption to elevate himself into the top. 30. And he fucking
3: kills it. And he kills he it. Kills it. Um, so did you say two thousand and two was the last time they finished
4: sixth? No. So two thousand and two they finished tenth, and then in two thousand and three they finished fifth, and they haven't been out of the final since then, bar twenty ten. So when when did they finish sixth? Last time they finished sixth was two thousand and fourteen.
3: Wow. What an incredible they club. Out and
1: straight sets that year too, I think. Yeah.
3: But I mean, like, what an amazing club. Like, the, again, we're talking, you can only compare them to themselves, really. Like, what other club has been that dominant over such a long period?
1: And as we said, outside of the salary cap year, like, even the Roosters, like, they have their years where they duck down and they've got years where they finish 13th, 14th, 15th. Mm-hmm. For six to be your floor...
3: Absolutely wild
2: There's teams that would be Begging for six To be their ceiling
1: Yeah Literally We
2: we spoke about I spoke about Like when they did Get all these boats Back on deck But God forbid They'd lose Harry Grant Because he was just Their heart and soul On the weekend In extreme heat He gave everything Up into the final minute Of that game There are times Where he'd look up And just go Shit I've got to do this myself Because I'm not not getting Much of a hand And Like if he goes down They've sort of got Tyron Wishart, who can play hooker, but he's like a utility, more of a half. Bronson Garlic, who's sort of making that transition into a back rower. Jaden Nicarima, mm. if they lose him, oh God, they're in strife. Yeah. I'm it's, a, funny, I- it's funny, sorry,
4: just going back one sec. It's funny you bring this up, because I saw this on Twitter this morning. Shout out to Andrew Ferguson, Rugby League Project on Twitter. They did a ladder for the teams in their last 250 games, including finals, including everything. So just their last 250 games. They did like a table. The Storm are well ahead. They've won 176 games of their last 250 in the last, so to say the last 10 years, they've conceded 14 points a game every game for the last 10 years and put on 24.7 points.
1: Who was second?
4: Roosters, what with 160 games.
3: Far out the Storm. Wow, that's so incredible, so impressive. What an organisation. Look, I think they'll dig themselves out of this. I think once you get your Harry Grant your Munster, your Hughes back. Do I think that they're going to be a powerhouse like we've seen in previous years? Probably not this year. Um, I think I'm confident enough to say – well, not confident enough. It's in my opinion that I don't believe that they've got a roster at the moment to finish top four. Um, and I already had predicted them outside my four, but what I'm saying is, is like seeing the way they've played in that compared to like – you know the ceiling of like the Roosters, the Rabbitohs, the Penrith Panthers, the Cowboys. If they bounce back, the Sharks. If they bounce back, the Broncos have gone to a whole new level. Um, you know, I think that they'll probably, at the moment, roster wise, are probably land around maybe even sixth or seventh.
1: Yeah, it could be a uh, a low point for the franchise and finish seventh.
3: I know it's it's incredible. <laughs> um, anything else with the Storm? I mean, the good thing was is Pezet got his first start um, at seven, had a try, had a try assist, which was good. Um, nine tackles, only two misses, which is, um, you he know, he was really good. You know, he was good for his first day. Like mm, you know, yeah. it's just it's just the completion rate that killed them. Like it absolutely killed them because they didn't even. I'm trying to look at like whether they missed that many tackles. I don't think they did. Actually, my bad. They're currently leading the comp. Oh, just wait. Where's the missed tackles? No, so this game, they didn't, miss they didn't miss any tackles. But going into this game, they missed the most tackles of any team in the competition. Melbourne Storm oh, leading wow. missed tackles. That is unheard of. Unheard of. So this game, they only missed 18 tackles. So it's just like... And
1: you have a look from the weekend. There was only three players that started that didn't have an error.
3: Mate, it just killed them. It killed them. So all of their backs... You know, I speak to about it all the time on the podcast. If you're a back, you can't let your forwards down like that. You know, you've got two errors from the winger, an error from the centre, two errors from the other centre, two errors from another winger. Xavier Coates is a really interesting situation for me. Hasn't he just been a bit – has, he hasn't taken the step we thought he was going to take at the storm. And what's ironic is that all the Broncos outside backs are going to a whole new level. And he left the Broncos during our toughest time, rightly so. And the reason was, you know, I want to go to a good club and good opportunity to become the best player I can be. And I'm not saying the Broncos are better than the Storm or anything like that. But right now, when you talk to, like, setting the world alight and on fire, the Broncos outside backs are killing it.
1: Yeah, I think he's overcoats. And I'm a fan of him, but I think Remus Smith has been similar to. Mm. Like, I sort of expected him to have a huge uptick. When he first arrived there, he had a good season. But since then, he's really... Mellowed out as well
3: Because he had the injury didn't Had the he? injury yep. At the end of last year
1: Yeah but even Like the lead up to that I, th- I think he played 12 games I think he might have scored One try or something Like he mm. wasn't coming up with
3: So it was the year before That he played really well The year before he played okay.
1: really well Scored a few tries Came up with a few attacking stats And whatnot. But yeah I, th- I-, I thought that You know Melbourne being Melbourne As we know them <laughs> Over the last 15-20 years That Remus Smith Coates would have turned into absolute superstars. I thought that Warbrick with his natural raw ability, he would have been a little bit better than what we've seen so far as well. It's
3: yeah. what's um the Will Warbrick one's really interesting because he the preseason games he looked like a monster. Killed it in cup last year, too. Killed it. And so, like, is it confidence, do you think? I mean, the try that Pereira scored, you know, it's a cardinal sin. He absolutely should have made that. I mean, it was it was decent footwork mm. for a winger, and I'm not taking anything away from Pereira. He's a small, flashy, fast winger and great finish by him. But at the same time, like, you know, you've got to make that tackle if you're a winger. You always, get, if, if you give him the outside, you've got to make the outside. And if you get set back on the inside and your cover defence doesn't cover it, that's on them. Like, you've got to commit to the outside if you give him the outside kind of thing. What do you reckon's going on there? Because he, he has so much potential. He's so big and strong. Well, I personally felt that in the
1: first two games, he, he hasn't been getting many opportunities in the red zone. He hasn't been getting all that much good ball in the first two weeks, but now you're starting to see the errors creep in, the defensive mistakes. I was sort of ready to give him a pass for the first week or so, but... The weekend really worried me. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on the side next week. Yeah, he I was really gonna say,
3: would yeah. you pick him next week?
1: I don't think he will, but and I reckon him and uh, Trent Leero could be in trouble.
2: I believe believe Jennings is due back from illness, a bit of a I haven't seen a lot of word around it, but Jennings due back so he could come and slot back in that side. I had Xavier Coates um, noted down as well. Kemp he just sort of he hasn't come on that we thought. He ran for had nine runs for fifty-three meters. In the back five Olin was the only one to run for over 100 metres, and that was 102. Mm. So the fullback and the two wingers didn't run for yeah, over 100 metres. Very concerning. And Warbrick, as Guru said, I, I think he certainly had limited opportunity in the opposition red zone, the, the, the 20 metres there. Uh, he's Outside Hughes and Ellie Katoa, and Katoa and Hughes have got this such good combination yeah. coming along. He plays short to him a lot, and the ball movement out the back the right just isn't quite there so he hasn't had a lot of finishing opportunity but at the same time yeah he hasn't looked terrific
3: well I, look if he was a small winger i'd be able to go you know what like hasn't that's what he's there for to finish yeah. he's a big boy get yep. in there and fucking have a like yep. have some runs um because like you look at coats and warbrick that should be arguably the most damaging wing combination in the comp when it comes to coming out of our own end. Like, the only one that I can think rivals it in in regards to size is the Roosters. Because you've got yep. Talon, Maywell is is Tal- yeah, Talon May, well, is injured. Yeah, Talon May's is injured, isn't he? Yeah, he's out for the year. Yep. So you've got um, To'o and, who's the other winger? Taruva. So they're not massive. They're good. They're incredible ball carriers. They're probably the best in the comp. Mm. But outside of that, like, what other club has massive wingers the way... The Bronx, when... Oates was fit, ben. yeah, Bronx was Oates was fit. Oates gone, Cobbo's yep. there. Yep. Mm. Well, but look what they were doing. Look yeah. what Oates and Selwyn was doing in regards to coming out of their yeah. own end. Like that's what they should be yeah, replicating yeah, for sure. I'll
1: tell you the one that I always really like, and he played for Melbourne. I think last week he's more of a centre than a winger, but I'd be happy to put him out there. Uh, young Tonama I reckon he always does a job for them. I
3: know. I think last week he just had a few brain explosions. Okay.
1: He had a stinker last week. Yeah. I'm with you. I like young T as like well. Too. I like him too. But last week he had a stinker and copped it for it. Went back to reserve grade this week, scored two tries, played pretty well. So he's one that I'd be considering. Um, You've got the young fullback there, too, Faye Logo. Do you consider? Have you given him well, a-
3: The problem is, is I got, well, I was going to talk about some positives for Storm fans. Like, Meany's been pretty good. Mm, yep. He's, he's right. been pretty good. Yeah. I guess the only problem is, is like, you know, he's good, but is he game breaker like Pappy good? So mm. it, it feels really unfair to say because Meany's been probably their best player. He's at least been in their top tier players. Harry Grant's been their best player this year. He's been in their top tier of players this year, you know, and he deserves the wraps for that. Two tries on the weekend. But I just wonder, like, is it, is it worth going, you know what, like, let's get the, the young fella in there and give him a crack? Put Meany on a wing. We know Meany's a great, I yeah. think Meany's a really good winger. Maybe. Yeah. Like, put him on a wing, give the young fella a crack, see how you go. Because, like, at the moment, you know, Will Walbrook, probably Warbrook doesn't probably look ready for first grade, defensively at least. So maybe you put Meany there. You know you're going to get a good defensive winger. You put the young fellow at the back. And then, yeah, you just go for, Because, like, think about the explosiveness he's going to add through the middle. And that's the one thing that Harry Grant, he's doing his best, like putting his heart and soul into every game. But he needs a, a fullback with him constantly. And at the moment, Meany's there, you know, sometimes. But he's nowhere near as lightning first 10 metres as, you know, say, uh, Longo, I think it's, it is. Farolongo. Um so, I don't know, do you, do you do that and try and replicate Pappy a bit? Do you have much to lose? Not, Not really.
1: Quite, yeah, I'd, I'd be all for it. He, I'm pretty sure <coughs> he is in the top 30.
3: Is he? I'm okay. pretty
1: sure he is, yeah. He, he's training with them quite a bit. He's always yeah. down. There.
3: Well, he's been there for, in the top t- squad for two years, I think. Okay. Um, another positive, uh, Katoa. He's, he's going really so well. Good. Going really well. So, that's a, you know, at least we're getting that. Jer- uh, Jerome Hughes. So I uh, don't think
4: he, I don't think he's top 30. He's in the development list According to NRL.com
3: Can you Google I'm pretty sure he signed A top 30 deal I'm pretty sure he signed A top 30 deal I remember when we did Reactions to his highlights Anyway
1: That was my vibe too I thought he was
3: I thought he got upgraded yeah. And he signed a deal In 2021
2: I think Talk about it Ellie Katoa Kempi. He ran for 163 metres Yep The Storm conceded 38 points He had 36 tackles Without a
3: miss No he was great He was incredible and so the thing is we're still seeing those shining lights of the storm system mm. push through. You know, maybe they're not, you know, a hundred percent hit rate that they were five years ago, but they didn't really recruit like they have recruited now. So at least we're seeing Katoa take advantage of that system. And he's only getting started. Like imagine a, a you know, ten games in, building that combination with Hughes. Yeah, it says on the Storm
4: website he's full time. It's just on the NRL website he's in the Development part, so I'm not sure. So uh, you probably the right.
3: NRL, I would. I mean, they literally like I'm looking here. At least Katoa's photo's not in the picture, and then uh, there's a bunch of other ones that I looked at where they like Jackson Paulo. He's not in the picture yet for the for the Roosters. I'll tell you
2: why. Yeah, I'm pretty
3: sure oh, they boycotted. they boycotted the yeah, photos yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But surely, just get the photos off the club. Clubs doesn't. Yeah, there would be a way around. It'd be a way it, around surely. it. Um,
2: it's called Photoshop
3: yeah <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, do do like a really shitty photoshop It'd be funny, <laughs> I reckon that'd be hilarious um, So look If there's any club that can turn around It's a storm, but you, there's no Getting around it, disappointing yep. There's no getting around it mm. And you can you can try and sit here and go They're missing Munster, they're missing Nas rah, rah. You know, it's similar To the, the Knights situation, I know the Knights Are a different club, so you give them more, cut them more slack But you still Got to go out and compete and complete The sets Stormer different, though. I'm not saying that Stormer and Knights are different. Stormer, we hold them to a high standard.
2: And they're missing players, but last week they also brought back Olam, Camitha, Kam Tarek Sims for his club debut, scored a good try. So there are a lot of names that come back into that side for the weekend.
3: Yeah. Uh, so let's hope they bounce back. I, I think with Munster back, look, I, I really do think that it's underappreciated. Ever since they lost Pappenhausen, they haven't been the same. They just haven't. Because you. they started the year last year, incredible. Pappenhausen gets injured the last 10 games, can you check what it was? It was like three wins from 10 games or something like that or three wins from seven. And so basically since that point, they're like, so what are they, one from three this year? Could yep. you go Could you go back and look at their wins from that period where they went on the run? They might be like four wins from 10 games.
1: Yeah, and on top of that, whilst Matty's looking for it, like they've moved Kim, like they had me there then they went this isn't working yeah. this doesn't solve our problems we need to move months to there then they kept so like it just shows how important pappy is
3: yeah and he doesn't get because he's post billy slater yep. he doesn't get the weight of like the big three yep. but in this generation he is the big three for the, the yep. storm they want to you want to clive churchill like they want to comp with him at the back there um what do you got there Maddie?
4: yeah so sorry uh, so he got injured against the Raiders. So since then they've gone loss, and then they win. Then they went on a four-game winning streak: win, 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 win. But then they went loss, 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 and then win. So you're right; they've they've won five from their last three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
3: nine, ten, eleven. Wow! So they're at about a forty-five percent win ratio. Wow, that's crazy! Five from eleven since it's actually worse
4: than that. It's Pappy got, Pappy got injured, but they lost the last two games before that as well. So, so. so they went loss, four losses, four wins, three losses, win, loss, loss.
3: So it's actually like six wins from one, two, three, 13. Four, five, six,
1: seven, Which is crazy for a guy who hasn't played 71st grade games yet. Yeah. You know, That's
3: five, yeah, it's five from 14. Five from 14. <laughs> wow. That's – when you look at that, you go, maybe they won't make the eight. Now I still think they'll turn it around, but five from – holy. I didn't think it was that bad. Jesus. Um, so hopefully they can bounce back. I do think Munster uh, – there was a period there when they were doing all the re-signing and they, people looked at their percentage win without Munster and it was actually quite strong. I think that's completely changed. Mm. I think that Munster is so vital to that side now. They no longer have the systems around him to, to get wins. Yep. He has to be in the side. Like, they don't win if he's not playing against the Parramatta Eels. He came on with that busted finger and fucking killed it. Anyway, so hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, If any club can, it's the storm. We've spoken a bit about the Titans already, but AJ Brimson, seriously. Like, he's in this interesting spot because he can stay at the Titans, get offered mad coin, be a big fish in a little pond, or he can take unders and become probably a superstar, but become a little fish in a big pond. What would you do With your AJ Brimson Just on AJ
1: Brimson At the live show the night We were talking about You know Queensland's next fullback We completely forgot about
3: I him I know Just fucking And
1: yeah. I'll tell you what When the first person Came and said it to me I went oh out." When the 15th person Came and said <laughs> yeah. it I was like Can you leave me The fuck alone <laughs> I get it I don't know how We slept on him though Yeah it's a fucking good He killed it When he
3: played Origin yeah. That's a miss by us Apologies Rocky fans Because we were People were listening They're like If KP isn't sweet Who replaces him And we were talking Reese Walsh Hammer you have to say Brimo, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I completely blanked on him.
3: Same. Well, my bad. Our bad. But yeah, AJ Brimson. Like, in a team that struggles so much, he always plays good. Like, when does he not play good? When does oh, he not yeah, have a line break? Does he not have line. a try assist? It's, it's incredible.
4: Sorry, just for clarification. I just tweeted the Storm, and they've confirmed that far longer. is a development player.
3: He's not available.
4: He's a development player, yeah. So well, he's not- You tweeted them. Yeah, I just asked him. <laughs> oh,
3: wow. Daddy. Well,
2: wow. and they, okay, pulling out the big straps. So he's right? not in
4: the top squad. No. Nah. What? He's so tra- went- he trains full time but he's not in. He's one of their development players.
3: So they went into the year with only Meany as a backup fullback in their top squad. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Okay, well that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: I love that Matty's got a direct line there. Yeah, yeah. and they responded that
3: quick, they were quick. Yeah, good on them. Good well, on you, Bloody hell, that's good. Hey, media team at the Storm, <laughs> they're still keeping the standards. Yeah. They're still one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Storm. That's. A, I mean, isn't like I know it's a small thing, but that, what a great club. Hundred percent. That yeah. you can just bomb tweet them and they'll give the fans an insight quickly. Yeah. That's actually really The injury
2: good. reports too have been immense this year. Like They've given week by week basically blow by blow descriptions of where players are at when mm. they're due back how they're tracking it's it's unreal information for footy fans.
3: Yeah that's awesome. That is actually really good like it shows you how much they care about their because like a lot of clubs when they get injuries it's just like do your best to fans. Mate, it fans like,
1: some clubs when there's injuries oh, you see it and you go, I'm never going to know what's going to happen. Yeah again. I don't know what's happening. You no know straight
3: away. Yeah. Whereas like as fans, we want to know because we care. We care about like, what's going on or whether it's a top squad or whatever. That's, that's really impressive by the storm. Well done. Well done. Um, to the Titans. Uh, yeah, AJ Brimstone, what would you do if you're Brimo? Let's say he could go to top four side. Let's say Broncos wanted him. And let's say Broncos were going to be a top five side. They're got <laughs> going to offer him You know, 400, a lot of caveats there. Four hundred. I think you had to, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 400K. Yeah, or he could stay for eight hundred k at the Titans. What are you doing?
1: Uh, If I was AJ, I think I would go. What
3: would you?
2: You would take four hundred k less to go play for the Broncos. (laughs) Don't you want to be successful? Four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but over a whole career, like he's he's going to play
1: Origin, he's going to do all these things. Like, uh, oh, and I I don't reckon he'll stay. Sweet, he signs with the Broncos for four hundred k. What's he going to be worth after two years at the Broncos? And also, when he's the, playing top eight footy and final yeah. four footy. And post
3: career, yeah. he's going to get way more gigs as a Broncos fullback yeah. than a yeah. tight. So you can't
1: one. be asking the wrong bloke about a dollar. Let me tell you, oh, is he you tight worry. as anything. It wasn't a dollar; it was four hundred thousand.
3: Fucking hell! Why do you care about money so much, bro? There's more to life than money, bro. Oh. Who would have thought? Timmy's tighter than a set coat of paint. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus,
2: I'm taking my four hundred k extra
3: um would so you so your advice like let's say you're giving him advice you would say stay at the titans and be a big fish in a little pond
2: uh yeah and i, I get the argument to leave mm. Um. um. I mean, let's, if we're talking different figures than that, I I see the incentive to leave and, and go to a stronger club and you know put yourself more in contention for rep honours, but he's killing it at the Titans. I, you know, I, I feel like he, he's been a big part of that club for a long time now. So I can see why he'd leave, but um, in terms of being a key figure at that club on big money, I can see why he'd stay.
3: Because like, if I'm him, well, not if I'm him, but the, the question has to be asked eventually to Primo, is like, do you want success in first grade? Because at the moment, they've made finals once, and he's such a good player It's like Tino as well We spoke about this with Tino no. Now I know Tino just re-signed But the next contract that's up If they don't improve Tino's going to have to ask himself Do I want win more comps? Yeah. Or do I want to battle here And try and build something?
1: Mm. And at least Tino's got a premiership In the back yeah. pocket yeah. Like for me I, I look at the Reese Walsh example Like I think he would have been crazy Not to go to a team like Brisbane
3: mm. Yeah like a, and he yeah. took unders oh, I mean it was because He wanted to be he's with his daughter tall, But he still yeah He still took unders Yeah, yeah Which is what a, what a get by the Broncos They got Reese Walsh on like 400 grand Unbelievable oh. Far out oh. um, Anyway In saying all that Titans fans Don't worry I've actually spoken to Brimo About this Um and yeah, he loves Titans, so don't worry, Titans Seems fans. Very loyal. He loves the Titans, so don't stress out. He's he's. I've spoken to him in depth about it, and not in a disrespectful way. Like just saying, like mm. you know, you are such a fucking gun. You could probably get. Anyway, he was outstanding. Two tries, um, some defense from Aaron Schott was outstanding. Another guy we didn't even mention, but he scored two tries, 136 meters. Um, you know, like some. I love his aggressive defense, but. We've got uh, Cam Pereira who scored two tries, little in and away on the Wil- uh, Wilbrook or whatever. Uh, Wilbrick? Wilbrick? Walbrick. Walbrick, Walbrick sorry. Um, but outside of that, like, it's a gutsy win and good on them. It's just that points leakage that's tough. Also, what do you guys think about foreign being taken from the field and then put back on? And the, the discussion was essentially it was a hot day and they wanted to rest him to a degree and keep Campbell on it, because Campbell's so electric around the middle – big tied forwards, he would hopefully, you know.
1: I don't know. I I know they won the game, but it seemed to me a little bit of an outthink of the room.
3: Mm.
1: I just, I get it's hot, but that's footy at this time of the year. I I also will say this. I think it's outrageous that the NRL puts a game on the Gold Coast at 2pm on a Saturday afternoon in March. It happens every year.
3: Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: It's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't up there to, to make a proper read on it, but I thought it was a bit over the top taking Foz off. I wouldn't have done it, personally.
3: I was shocked. Like, I don't... I understand... You know, Campbell Graham's a gun, but foreign Wouldn't you take Tanner? Well, I mean, if Tanner got a... Did he got a head knock or something? Anyway, whatever it was, Foran's like... Wouldn't foreign nearly be literally the last person you take off? Would be for me. Yep. And I know he made a few errors, but, like... I don't know. You're in there for a
1: reason to win your games of football. This game was on the line the entire time.
3: Yeah. And like, if there's one guy that can start a game poorly, then turn it around, it's Foz. Mm. Very surprising. And Foz was filthy. Isn't it funny the different ways we react to things? So apparently, Foz sprayed the trainer and, um, you know, was filthy, to get taken off. And like, we haven't heard a peep about it in the media. Whereas like Clemmer, and he's fucking worst bloke in the world. <laughs> um it's just different how different things get put. Different guys are going to get different headlines. Yeah, for That's sure. what be like. uh, What do you guys think of the Titans? Yeah. I like Fafita. I think Fafita's been good this year. I really do. He's, yeah. right.
2: He's rolling up the sleeves. Yep. And I think there's no like, coincidence that it's because of the man inside of him. He just spoke about That's Kieran Foran, who, who's getting better use out of him. But we're seeing Fafita take those tough carries. Mm. Uh, he didn't offload again this week, which I'm like, sweet. He's not trying to pull a miracle play out of his ass every, every time he runs the ball. <coughs> He had 14 runs, but yeah, just all those things we questioned the last last season can about him having a crack, doing the tough stuff. I think he's starting to do it, and Foz is getting the best out of him.
3: Um, 26 tackles, no misses as well. Great, exactly
2: Crazy. what we wanted to see. And the other one that I watched Tanner Boyd very closely on, on the weekend and going okay, getting them around the park solid. And, and one thing I've seen in young halves over the years is that when – when their job's under pressure and they know they could be in and out on any given week, they fall back into this this rhythm of, all right, I just need to kick well and get the team around the park. And that's fine. Yeah. I think that's, it's a good attitude to have. But they can forget that they're allowed to run the ball. Yeah. And I think Tanner Boyd's got a good running game. And every time he had the ball on the weekend, it was just catch pass, catch pass really early, not going into the line. And I'd just like to see him going, no, 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 like, sure, I need to do those basics as a halfback right first, but don't be afraid to take on the line because when you're defending that, it becomes very easy. You know mm. he's not going to run and you just slide off, slide off, and it becomes very easy to defend. So I'd like to see t- Tana t- take on the line a little bit more um, as, a, yeah, as a ball runner.
3: He's, and he's not a small body. He's quite no. nuggety, quite yep. strong. He's strong. Um, he's playing
2: hooker for a good yeah. while
3: there. I will say, though, defensively, like, missing seven tackles he's got to sort that out. Mm.
1: Um, on Fafiti you just mentioned him. You know, starting to do more of the tough stuff. Origin this year? What do you reckon? Ooh. Ooh oh, that's it's a, a tough it's one. early days. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a stacked pack, but.
3: Off the bench, probably. I think you find a spot for him.
1: You would find a spot for yeah, him? Yeah, I think so. Without, without putting the whole team down, but.
3: Oh, man, it's a tough. you got, you know, Lindsey Collins, Tino, Paddy Carrigan, uh, then you've got Papaliti to come back with the Raiders. Mm.
1: Who would you pick right now? Nanai or Fafita?
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Form-wise? Well, who you. would you pick? As in purely on form or we add in history?
1: Who would you pick? Uh, like, yeah, it's, wh- wh- however you would do, I mean, f- form-wise, you take the feeder, but obviously... Um, he, he, he did the job last year So who would you be leaning towards?
3: Well, we'd be purely form Because we're only three games in I'd be going for feeder. For Fafita Because like Nainai's ran for like 100 metres in three games Or something three like
1: games, that Three games, 100 metres,
3: yeah um, So Jeez. yeah I'd be going for feeder Right now But Queensland have a knack Of getting a player That's playing poorly at club Bringing him in origin Killing it yep. uh, But I love what Fafita's been doing You know Minimal errors Getting through the tough stuff uh, and also people might go, oh, well, it's contract year. He's already re-signed his contract. Yep. So he's still doing the hard stuff. And, you know, maybe it was a case of needing an experienced half inside him to just go, mate, I need you here, here, and here. And here's the ball. Because, like, he's no longer doing – well, he does it every now and then. But he's not doing the one off the ruck, run sideways, and bump six tackles anymore. He's getting good <laughs> at hard yeah. lines, and, and that's what you want to see. He's still so young, man. What is he, 22, 23? He's so young. Wow. Feels like he's been around forever. Um, Mo Fotowaker was a bit better. How old is he? Just turned 23. Just turned 23. Holy shit, that's crazy, crazy. Uh, anyway, what else stood out for you boys?
1: I think you just mentioned Mo fotowaker slowly getting back to where he should be.
3: Yep. Maybe it's because he's starting now again instead of coming off maybe. the bench. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, no, there was no no other huge standouts for me, mate. I thought Brian Kelly in his, his first game back. Jeez, he's got some talent, Brian Kelly. Just
3: when he was playing for Manly, he was electric, yeah. electric in the centres. So hopefully he can find that form again. Um, all right, that's us done with Titans Storm.